Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio. I'm your host and producer this evening, Logan Landers. And joining me to talk about a midseason recap so far for the Atlanta Falcons 2023 season. As always, Mr. Football, Vincent Center. How are you doing this afternoon, sir? Hey, how you doing this evening, Mr. Logan Landers? I'm doing well, sir. Doing well. You're going to be talking about the Falcons and how they've done so far after 10 games and what they can do to uh, get things turned around potentially for the second half of the season. But before we get into it, though, if you enjoyed the video, give us a like, comment, share, and subscribe. Facebook and on YouTube, our main two social platforms. But we are also on our podcast network as well, thanks to the Believe Podcast Network, able to distribute us out to Spotify and Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you enjoy listening to your shows. You can find us on there as well. Well, Vincent, let's talk about these Falcons. Um, coming to this season, a lot of hype around them. We know that they you know, drafted Bijan Robinson coming out of Texas. Questions around Desmond Ritter. And uh, they, man, they put a lot of money into free agency, specifically on the defense with Jesse Bates uh, signing the big, big contract. So far, though, they are four and six on the season. Started off the year on a positive note, two and zero. Oh. They dropped two against the Lions and Jaguars, and they kind of flip flop between the Texans, Commanders, the Buccaneers. But now they're currently on a three-game losing streak. Uh, they lost to the Titans, who had Will Levis, a rookie quarterback, in his first game. The Vikings game in which they had Jaron Hall at first, uh, but then he was knocked out, and then Joshua Dobbs came in and beat him, who was signed that week. Uh, and then this past weekend, they lost to the Arizona Cardinals, uh, game-winning field goal in that one. Kyler Murray had his first game uh, in a very long time. So talk to me about the Falcons, Vincent. What can they do to get that get things back on track? Uh, what, are, what are some areas of improvement that you see uh, for this Falcons team coming into the last uh, couple of games left in the year? Well, um, number one is that the positive out of all this, when we look at the Falcons, they're in second place and only one game out of winning the division, getting the top of the division. They play arguably the weakest division, all the pro football. And they four and six, but to be real about it, I'm very kind of disappointed because I thought this football team would be at least a level win football team coming into the season. I think they got a lot of talent on both sides of the ball. And obviously when you draft a tight end number three overall, a couple of years, what number four, number three overall cap hits I'm talking about. And then you come back and you draft Drake London the next year, eighth overall in the first round. Then you draft B. John Robinson, another first round, eighth pick. Then you got some serious, serious talent on the offensive side of the ball. And a lot of people know that Arthur Smith is from Memphis, Tennessee. We know his father's history, CEO of FedEx. So I'm going to be more loyal to Arthur Smith. But the biggest key is that the two things that I think have let the Falcons down, and I said it on one of the other podcasts that we've done today, the quarterback position. If your quarterback doesn't play well, Logan, you're not going to win football games. And the offensive line has been up and down. They're not the same offensive line that blocked. And the Falcons are real strong in the running game last year. The defense has played very well this year with the new additions of Jesse Bates, Khalil's Campbell. I'm really, really satisfied with them. Even though they lost Grady Jarrett, their best defensive player, 
But the Falcons have played pretty good defensively. Going forward, it's back to Desmond Ritter, his job being the starting quarterback. The gentleman, and I think he leads the league in turnovers. And I'm correct, Logan? I believe so. For the Falcons to really turn this thing around, it's got to be about the quarterback, man. It's nothing else to talk about. It's nothing but else about Coach Smith and his decisions or what he's trying to do. It's not about whether or how they're using their first-round picks and Kyle Pitts or Drake London or they running the football. It's about the quarterback. Last year at this time, I was able to go to a road game, and when the Atlanta Falcons, they was playing the Cincinnati Bengals. And Marcus Mariota was playing very poorly at the time. And I said to myself, I said, maybe Coach Smith needs to make a quarterback change because Dashman Riddle was a rookie at the time. He decided to make it at the end of the season. I would have really liked the scene and what would happen, what if, if he made that change after the Falcons lost to Cincinnati, what type of player Dashman Riddle would be at this point. Um, The young man, um. The Falcons took him in the third round. They've given him an opportunity. I knew the Falcons, Tyler Henneke was going to be the same type of player. Because of Tyler Henneke, who you brought in as a backup, if he was so good, Logan, why he couldn't beat out a fifth-round pick in Sam Howell up there in Washington? Why he, couldn't win, but why he couldn't win that starting job? And then the Falcons paid him, I believe, a nice little salary, too. But at the end of the day, as I just mentioned, the Falcons are 4-6. and six. They're one game out of division. They're on a bye week. Um, the bottom line, man, is that Desmond Ritter's got to play better at the quarterback position. And if that happens, then the Falcons, I think, are going to turn this, uh, turn this thing around. But the biggest key to me is that you got the New Orleans Saints coming up, a team that's in first place, and they haven't really been playing outstanding football. They're standing at five and five, and Derek Carr has been a big disappointment for them. So you're looking at two teams that really were favorites to win a division. A lot more people were picking the Falcons, but when you look at it overall, the Falcons' season can be saved. But it's all about the quarterback. You can have all the fans calling in all the local shows. Or you can have the Falcons, they beat writers, writing everything about them. But, man, the major point here is your quarterback, Desmond Ritter. The gentleman has to play better. And if that happens, then the Falcons are going to be a team that's going to turn this thing around. And when you got a quarterback on any level, when he's turning the ball over and making mistakes that Desmond Ritter is making – you're not going to win at any level. That's how I see it for the Atlanta Falcons. And the offensive line has to play much better. But when you look at it, I think the Falcons' offensive line has been a little bit overrated over the last few years. Yes, Chris Lisbon is an outstanding football player, but I don't think he's a quality, what you say, a pro bowler inside out. He has struggled this year. And for the faith for me, I don't know why they re-signed Caleb McGarry at the right tackle and gave him a lot of money. But you got a football team that's got a lot of good pieces, man. 
a football team that's got a lot of playmakers. Drake London, Kyle Pitts, B. John Robinson, uh, Taylor Algier, Tyler Algier, excuse me. Mm. I mean, you've got offensive pieces that can make plays happen in the offensive part of the game. And your defense, even though they struggled the last couple of weeks, they didn't make plays against Josh Dobbs and the Vikings. They didn't make plays last week against Kyler Murray in Arizona. But that happens. Your team is going to play up and down in certain areas of the season. That's just the National Football League. But their defense is good enough and it's made a major improvement over the years of previous defenses under the Falcons regime. But to me, it's about the quarterback position, man. It's all about Dash and Ritter. Plain and simple. Yes, sir. Uh, well, my, my thoughts, uh, talking about these Falcons here, my, my final thoughts on this, just put a nice bow on it. I, I think this was, you know, probably the perfect time for them to have a bye week. Um, yes, sir. So that way they can regroup, refresh uh, after three really tough losses. Um, I, I think this, you know, the defense, all in all, I, I know that they took a big hit. Uh, you know, Vincent, whenever they lost Grady Jarrett for the season, that was a big blow. That was their leader. You know, that, that's their main guy who, who's been there for, for many years and has done some great things. I think that definitely hurt them. Um, but I, I think overall, though, it, it, the main question that really everyone talks about is the offense, is Desmond Ritter, and, and like you mentioned, the offensive line who – Early in the season, we thought they were looking great. They were doing great jobs. I mean, Bijan Robinson was looking tremendous. The running game was on point. They weren't getting a whole lot of sacks or anything like that. But as we've seen just kind of, I, I would assume, the wear and tear of an NFL season is starting to get to these guys already, uh, you know, 10 games deep. And, I mean, the running game has been very much uh, not much of a show these last few weeks. I mean – Last week, it got a little bit better. Bijan got 95, but, um, I mean, other than that, he'd been, he'd been, you know, sticking around the 50s and 60s, uh, which a team that is built for, you know, Arthur Smith primarily likes to go with a, a heavy run game, and your starting running back is barely cracking 50 yards. That's a tough, tough time. Um, now, you know, as, as we talked about, Desmond Ritter got replaced by Taylor Heineke. Um who, you know, I still, I don't know. I mean, there was questions about Ritter coming into this season. I mean, and, and I'm looking way ahead here, Vincent, but I don't know if, if Heineken continues to struggle, if Ritter comes back, if he continues to struggle there. I mean, I don't know what the Falcons are going to have to do at quarterback. They've got a mess on their hands if they don't get this thing sorted out here with the remaining seven games left on this season. Because you've got to have a good quarterback in this league if you want to do anything. If you want to go deep, if you want to win your division, go into the playoffs, you have to have a solid quarterback. I'm not saying he has to be tremendous, but I'm saying he has to at least be consistent week in, week out, and not turn the ball over as much as Ritter has um, you know, in the past few weeks he'd been playing. Um, and you know, j- just talking about uh, Drake London, Kyle Pitts, uh, Tyler Algier, the main kind of three guys on offense who um, had a lot of, of potential and still do. Um, I, I'm, we're all just kind of waiting, waiting around still, right, to to see 
kind of their full potential be unlocked. They're all super talented players. You see flashes of it. But Vincent, for, for Drake London and Kyle Pitts, both those gentlemen to be first-round picks, former first-round picks in your last few seasons, and for them to only have a combined three touchdowns through 10 games played, feels like something's wrong here. Feels like that something's just not clicking. And that's just how the offense has been for the Falcons this year. They do something good, but then they do something where you just kind of scratch your head. Um, before we end our show today, we do get some comments here uh, from Mr. H.C. Hardy. We'll see what he's got to say. Uh, he says, if the Falcons do make a change in the season, they need to potentially do two things. First option, find a way to get Rams general manager Les Sneed, who is a director of player personnel for the Falcons. And a second option is get the Rams head coach, uh, who won a Super Bowl and former Marist High School quarterback Sean McVay. Uh, both are under contract with the Rams until 2026, uh, but the Falcons could acquire McVay in a trade like the Broncos and Saints did with Sean Payton. He continues on saying here, an example of a head coach trade, Don Shula going from the Colts to the Dolphins, and it's all those he's correct, the Belichick going uh, from the Jets to the Patriots. And he just chimed in saying here, if not that, former Falcons player and Titans head coach Ken Wisenhut, who's a Georgia native, uh, played at Georgia Tech, took the Cardinals to the Super Bowl back in the day. He's also been an offensive coordinator with San Diego and for Pittsburgh. Uh, Vincent, just your final comments on on all of that, that I would say if the Falcons don't get things under wraps here uh, in, in these next seven games, do you see them making some moves um, either on the coaching staff or the front office? I'm going to say this. Um, Mr. H.C. Hardy, a great friend of mine's, um, a guy I got a lot of respect for, a diehard Atlanta Falcon, was a great football player himself at Moore High School back in the day, was teammates with one Andre Hastings. We know all about him, a former Georgia great. Uh, I see Mr. Hardy has already given up on Arthur Smith as the head coach, and I can understand that. <laughs> and, but, again, Arthur Smith is from my hometown, the 901 Memphis, Tennessee, but I'm going to keep it short and sweet. What Mr. Hardy said is excellent points, man. Very excellent points. That will really work here in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. um, I would say this. We talked about the quarterback position. I keep it plain and simple. Coach Smith, I still think is a good coach, man. He got this team in 7-10 and 10 with really nothing the last two seasons. The bottom line, he put his marbles, his money, and everything behind Dashman Riddle. Um, there was quarterbacks in the draft. There was C.J. Stroud out there. There was a possibility of trading for Justin Fields early on. But Coach Smith, unfortunately, is going to die and live with Desmond Ritter. And unfortunately, if they don't turn it around, yes, he's going to be fired at the end of the year if they do not go better than what they did last year in 7 and 10. I think we all realize that he's not going to survive. And that would be good if they brought a Sean McVay in a less need. McVay is from Atlanta. He went to Marist High School. Less need is from the state of Alabama. They're probably tired of their Hollywood life out there in L.A. <laughs> and they like to get back home. And they would be stars in this town, man. Would they, they not? Would. They would, 100%. They would be stars in this town. Uh, Kim Weisenhunt, another local guy. Georgia boy played at Georgia Tech. He would be a star in this town. So it's gonna be interesting. As you just mentioned, the bye week couldn't come and no could come in a better time. But 
Let's face reality. Let's don't go over this. Coach Smith is going to weigh his, he's going to tie his wagon to Dadson Ritter. And two things are going to happen. Dadson Ritter is going to save Coach Smith's job with better play. And with bad play, he's going to call, he's going to cost Coach Smith and Jerry Funk to know their jobs. It's that simple. But the one good thing as I end this, the Falcons are four and six, and they only one game out of first place in the NFC South. And they play the New Orleans Saints twice. That's it. Uh seven Not weeks. Bad. Yeah. Seven weeks said or seven games left, Vincent. Uh, a lot can happen. A lot uh, is gonna happen here with this Falcons team. Gonna be very, very interesting uh to see how they can get things rolling, if they can get things turned around, and uh, you know, if they can come away on top there in the NFC South. A lot of questions for this Falcons team. Uh, you know, this has just been our midseason recap on them. Once the season's over, we'll double back and we'll see uh, how these last seven games for the season have done for the Falcons and uh, well, they'll be at there at the end of the 2023 season. As always, Mr. Football, it's a turner. Absolute pleasure talking some sports with you, talking the Atlanta Falcons, their midseason recap so far. Absolute pleasure, my friend. I've been your host and producer, Logan Landers. Enjoy your weekends, everyone, and we'll talk to you again on another live episode. We'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.